1: Hello and welcome to another edition of How Good is Rugby League. My name is Michael Corbin and joining me, as always, is Emmanuel Pengos. Emmanuel, the Sydney Roosters defeat the St. George Illawarra Dragons and win the Premiership. I wish I said that in 2010.
0: I've never seen you so excited because, mind you, I've never seen... In the time we've been doing this podcast, your team has never made a grand final until this point. So I've never seen you with such a spring in your step, the week of and the week following. But congratulations. Well done. That's fantastic. You must also be a proud distant cousin of Jess Sergis um, after her and her team's performance. Um, Wonderful. Congratulations. We bow down to you. Roosters fans have got their spring in their step again because there's another piece of silverware in the trophy cabinet.
1: Yeah, great win by the uh, Sydney Roosters uh, women's team on the weekend over the Dragons, beating them uh, 16-4 after conceding a try in the first few minutes of the game. They're down 4-0 and then held the Dragons' scores for the rest of it. Great second-half comeback. It was just an all-around good game of football.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. And it's great. I think there was a great article in the Herald last week about how... It was awesome that Brisbane were not in the final. They completely dominated for the last few years um, of the NRLW, and it's great that the trophies come to Sydney. Um, Two of the bigger clubs were involved in its um, grand final, Um, and it's it's an awesome end to uh, what has been a great season, um, and which will be followed up by a season later in the the year, um, which I think will coincide with the finals. So um, good times all round.
1: Yeah. And like, I'll tell you what, like, I was, I was on my way home from, I was, I was sitting at the airport in the Gold Coast uh, with about eight other mates. And all of us were watching the game on our phone. That's how that shows you how into how big this competition has grown. There was eight grown men sitting there in an airport watching the game because, you know, we, it was, it was the thing to watch and everyone was excited to watch it, which is a great step for this game and shows how much it's grown over the last couple of years.
0: Yeah. Uh your description as men is probably a bit exaggeration, but you know, we'll live with it. <laughs> well,
1: after after the weekend that we had, yeah, we were
0: we were half we were half ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh well done. Um hey, huge news today. Um well done to the Roosters. Um great result for the game. Huge news just come out about an hour ago um from Penrith, um, the Herald has broken this story that the Clearies are wrapped up until the end of 2027. Um, that is a massive story. Um, Nathan, of course, uh, has been at the club um, for a very long time uh, as a junior. And then as a first grader played over a hundred games, captain them to a premiership. Uh, we know Ivan has won the premiership with them now as well. And Nathan, that'll wrap him up until he the age of 30 or just yeah. before he turns 30. So, yeah. um, A really, really good deal deal as well. uh, A really good deal as
1: well. 1.1 million to lock up arguably the best player in the game for $1.1 million a year for the next, what, five years is an incredible deal for Penrith. Uh, He probably could have got a lot more if he'd gone out on the open market, a couple hundred thousand more, I reckon. But yeah, just a great signing by them. And it just shows that if you've, been at like a club for a long time and you've had success at that club and they treat you right. You're going to take a haircut on your salary to stay where you feel comfortable and know where you can win.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, um it's great news for the club. Um, a, a deserved reward. So um, in Penrith in scintillating form to start the season. So that's really exciting. There was some speculation. I thought that, um, Nathan might, uh, sorry, not Nathan, Ivan might move on after he's won his premiership. Um, But the question I have now, Mike, is that probably hasn't been discussed as much in the last hour since this broke is what does that mean for the assistant coaches around Ivan Cleary? Um, I saw a bit of speculation in the last couple of weeks that um, Cameron Seraldo might go to Melbourne, was a a mooted option. Uh, We know the Tigers were keen on him. So it's going to be, there's, of course, a, a conga line of, um, talent for both players and coaches coming out of Penrith. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that unfolds.
1: Yeah, Seraldo so is one of those assistant coaches whose name has been thrown around for as a head coach over the last couple of years. He is the mastermind behind the Panthers defense. And you've seen how good that is this year in the last few years. What? Lost like six games in the last two seasons or something like that, something ridiculous. So, like, they, yeah, there's it's going to be if Ivan's staying along, whoever's going to be coming up underneath him, those assisting coaches are going to be the ones that people are going to start looking at to, you know, poach as their future head coaches.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Um, so, and the other big story that sort of came out over the weekend, Mike, as a result of last week's. Um, Bunny's game is Latrell is out for eight weeks um, with a, a hamstring issue. Um, it does feed into Origin time. We also have Tommy Turbo, who is currently serving a stint on the sidelines. We were told four to six by Manly. That seems ambitious, um, but who knows what's to be seen. So Freddie's early um, early takes on Origin teams would be quite interesting. Um, with Tommy Turbo and Luttrell both under injury clouds, um, coming back to Clubland with limited experience before origin uh, and then up against a revitalised Queensland side that will have Billy Slater coaching and JT and Cameron Smith as assistants makes for a grouping origin series.
1: Yeah, I think the eight weeks for Latrell could also be a bit... Uh bit ambitious. It's a hamstring injury. He's had a hamstring injury before. I don't know how quickly you want to rush him back. I definitely think he will be out for Origin 1. The good thing for New South Wales, in terms of New South Wales, is that it is probably the position that we are most deep at at the moment. You have players like Stephen Crichton, Campbell Graham, Katoni Staggs, Bradman Best, to name a few, that are, uh, Zach Lomax, there is plenty of depth at that position with specialist centres. I know Luttrell and Tom Dravojevic have done it in the past and they've been exceptional, but there is still enough talent there that we can replace them. It's more what's going to happen with South Sydney. Now, we saw Blake Tuff coming last year for Souths uh, when Luttrell went down and he did a great job, but that was with Adam Reynolds there. Uh, Latrell is a big part of South Sydney's attack this year. And although Ilias is uh, making strides as a playmaker and a number seven, losing one of your spine and an experienced member of your spine and bringing in someone with little first grade experience, it's a bit of a worrying sign for South over the next eight, week, eight weeks. Now, to counter that, they've got a pretty easy, pretty easy run the next eight weeks, which will help.
0: Yeah, so I think the highest team they play is... Uh, Manly, Manly yeah. um, there's a cu- couple. There's a buy in there, there's a couple of games against the Tigers um, so it is, a, it is a, a bit of a more pleasant run than we've had in the last few weeks. Having said that, we are um, two and three uh, we're last year's grand finalists we need to bank some wins before um, things start to get a little out of reach um, and I'm sure they were aiming to do that over the next few weeks. I do um, back the systems we've got in place at the moment though Um, I I think actually, Mike, one thing that hasn't been – I know in attack there's been a lot of um, conjecture about our point scoring and um, Cody Walker in particular has yet to have a try assist this year. But I think our defence has been quite good um, and surprisingly held up well. Um, And even those games against Penrith and Melbourne, um, we we were in it. Obviously, Penrith probably conceded a few more, but I I think it's been a pretty solid effort. Um, and hopefully we can capitalise on that.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Okay. So, Mike, how'd you go in tipping?
1: Uh, like a lot of people, seven of eight. There was a few eight of eights this week, and I'm sure you're going to run through them. Uh, two decent weeks in a row, but really, if I should be getting eight. I should be getting eight, and I'm disappointed. Disappointed I tipped the Knights over Manly. Shout out to Daily Cherry Evans who is playing exceptional the last couple of weeks. He's been really, really good. Um, Only game I got wrong. But yeah, look, didn't move on the ladder. Seven of eight. It's weird. Not happy about a seven of eight. Uh,
0: So very exciting news, I think. uh, And a a massive week for um, Eleni, Mark Valianis, Clive and Bridget. And extra exciting for Bridget because she got her perfect round in the same week she became a mum uh so really uh the, the double whammy right there we won't ask her what was her more proud achievement um because yeah. it could upset a few people uh, we, already, we, we already know
1: we already know the answer anyway it's fine exactly we already
0: know <laughs> <laughs> we already know the answer and congratulations to clive as well who had to do it by tipping against his own side so um as a south event as a south fan between 2002 and 2006 i know it's never easy um but yeah, so the ladder's looking pretty interesting at the moment. Uh, again, a bit of a logjam. A lot of people on 29 and 28 points. Um, that dominates the top 10. So Michael J., Nick S., Tony C., all in equal first. Uh, to round out the top 10, Mark V., Anthony P., Peter, Clive, Bridget, Gabriella, and uh, John Hetro. Um, a few familiar faces, including yours, on 27 points, Mike. Uh, I'm going strong on 26, um, and then uh, Del G at the bottom on 16 points. Um, But everyone doing pretty well. Surprisingly easy week in tipping. Um, And I think this week might present a couple more challenges.
1: Yeah, I had a look at it before. I think it's it's not going to be as hard as I think people are going to make it out to be, but there are some really good games to look out for. Yeah, yeah, let's get into round six then.
0: Let's get into it. Okay, Uh, so Thursday night, uh, two teams you don't usually see on a Thursday night. The Raiders hosting the Cowboys out of GAO Stadium. Um, Xavier Savage has been added to the bench uh, for his first game of the season and Frawley drops out. Tomoko has been named despite copping a knee to the back against the Storm. Jared Croker is listed amongst the reserves and could be a chance to play his first game of the season if Tomoko fails to come up. Um, and for the Cowboys, Cohen Hess has been named to return as prop. At, at prop, so Ruben Cotter goes back to the bench. Lemuelu uh, is the other new face on the bench. Tanua Brown and Neem will miss the match due to concussion protocols.
1: These teams played in Round Two, didn't they? And the Cowboys won,
0: I believe, it
1: was up in North Queensland.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's um, gotten ridiculous this whole
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm actually going to tip the Raiders. I think that they're the better team. I watched the end of that Warriors Cowboys game last week and some of the decision making by the Cowboys in a in a place where all they needed to do was get in position to kick a field goal and they just made stupid error after stupid error and just it It was frustrating to watch, genuinely. As a rugby league fan, I was like, "Why? Who is who is the person out there who should be leading this team and putting them in that position? And why aren't they doing it? Because they were all over the place, and it was a train wreck." Uh, I think that you know the Raiders versus Melbourne, who are a really good team, uh, and I think I think they they're they're a talented team. They've still got a lot of talent in this team. Excited to see what Xavier Savage does off the bench. I'm tipping Raiders down in Canberra.
0: Yeah, I think as the nights get cooler as well, that's a safe bet. Yeah. Okay, Friday the Friday afternoon classic, Rabbitohs and the Bulldogs out of Homebush. bush. Uh, of course, always attract a crowd from the Easter show as well. Um, so this game for South, as we've mentioned already, Taft steps in for Luttrell. Um, and Hamis is the new face on the bench for the dogs. Flanagan again wears number seven. Um, Patolo returns to the 17 after he was 18th man last week. And see you, guy was late inclusion last week, and he is again listed amongst the reserves. Luttrell, a big out. What do you reckon, Mike?
1: Yeah, I look, I. One really short turnaround for the Bulldogs. I think they played Sunday night and they're playing Friday afternoon, which isn't a good, like, you don't like to see that. Really good question by one of the reporters during the Bulldogs press conference about Kyle Flanagan's touches during the game. He had 21 touches. Now I did like just, a, I was talking to one of, our, one of our friends, Nicholas Simeo, yesterday about it and how in a rugby league game, a set normally lasts a minute. So, in a 50 50 possession game, you're going to get touched the ball 40 times as a team, right? The halfback should be touching the ball two to three times a set. The fact that Carl Flanagan only had 21 touches of, of a football is ridiculous as a halfback. And I like, I, uh, Barrett dodged the question, didn't want to respond to it. And I think he needs to be starting start being held accountable for how this team is playing and not getting the ball of their halves. In good position, they're taking too many hit ups off one off one out off the ruck, which has plagued the Bulldogs for years. How many t- uh, the amount of times I've seen Aiden Tolman take a fourth tackle hit up uh, ten meters out is ridiculous. Uh, I just I don't like what I'm seeing out of the Bulldogs. Look, Kyle Flanagan was good when he touched the ball, didn't touch the ball enough. I'm still backing South in this one. I think that you know Tarf is Tarf is a good young player. We've seen him play. At, grand, at the grand final, he's good under pressure, and yeah, I just think Souths have enough in this to win.
0: I like your thinking, Mike. Um, okay, Friday night, Panthers host the Broncos again out at Penrith. They've got an incredible streak out there. Um, at the moment, they filled the same 17 for the third successive week, uh, and they are five and nil to start the season. Kane Haas was not considered following the NRL's decision to impose sanctions for his involvement in an incident last month with Albert Kelly. Um, That's for the Broncos. And in the front row, his position will be taken by Jensen with Reese Kennedy joining the interchange bench. For the Broncos also, uh, Oates and Adam Reynolds will be monitored but are expected to be right to play.
1: Uh, No-brainer, Mike? No-brainer for me. Broncos all the way. No. Panthers, I, I was I was going through the ladder predictor the other day. I can't see this team losing, Emmanuel. I just how who's beating this team at the moment? They weren't even playing well against the Bulldogs, and they put thirty-two up. Like they, it's effortless, it's effortless how well they play and how good they are. Their defense is on point every week. I, easy money for me. Panthers all the way.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, okay, Saturday afternoon at 5.30, we go to Four Pines Park in Brookvale for Manly and the Gold Coast. Cooler um, returns from a calf injury at centre in place of Harper, uh, who has COVID or is caught up in coded protocols and the only change from the side that beat Newcastle last week. Uh, for the Titans, Albert, Ke- um, not Albert, sorry, Brian Kelly returns at centre with Sammy shifting to the wing and Corey Thompson dropping out. Lasani displaces Kevin Proctor on the interchange Jaden Campbell is still at least a week away. Um, I thought Manly were very ruthless last week, Mike. It was 12-6 at the 70th minute mark or 10-6 at the 68th minute mark. And they just ran up a stack of points in cyclonic conditions in Newcastle without Tommy Turbo. That was very impressive.
1: Yeah. As I said before, Dow Chair events has been – Awesome, in the last few weeks his kicking game is exceptional. Uh, I, I haven't liked what I've seen out of the Titans so far. Uh, look, they put up they somehow seem to have really good games against the Eels, but I just without Jaden Campbell, if Jaden Campbell was in this, I would I would maybe lean Titans. I just think he gives them something in attack that Jermaine Osaka doesn't have. Uh, I'm, I'm sticking with Manly though, at home, uh, at Lotto Land or Four Pines Park, whatever you want to call it now, Brookvale Oval. Uh, I'm, I think Manly get this done.
0: Yeah, I am with you on that one. Uh, Mike, the, na- the game I've been waiting for, the Storm hosts the Sharks on Saturday night out of Amy Park. Uh, for the Storm, Wishart returns on the bench for his third NRL game and McDonald drops out. For the Sharks, Tolman returns on the bench after missing last week's game due to COVID. He replaces Royce Hunt in the Sharks' only change. Grant Atkins is the ref for this one. Uh, Should be a good game.
1: I am very excited for this game. Should be an absolute cracker. Melbourne are in great form at the moment, but Cronulla are the surprise incredible team this year. They've been playing so well. They didn't even hit full stride against the Tigers. They... Took their foot off the gas after about 50, 20 minutes and was just like, yeah, we've got this. We don't need to push our luck. They, that that score could have blown out if they really wanted to put their foot down. But in Melbourne, they want to hype up. They've heard the hype around Nico Hines. They're going to show this, this young kid that, you know, you've left, you left this juggernaut, but we're not letting you, we're not going to let you remember it and uh forget it. And they're going to, I think Melbourne get this done. In Melbourne, I back Craig Bellamy to set a game plan, which is going to make Nico Hines work for every single run this week.
0: Yep, a good test for Cronulla. Um, I think it would be a close one, but they'll just sort of have a little bit of a wake-up call here. Uh, Sunday afternoon uh, from the SCG, the Roosters host the Warriors. Talke Aho has been named to return after missing last week, while Verrills is also set to play his first game of the season. Fletcher Baker ma- maintains his spot and Hutchison and Saluka feeder drop to the reserves. Murchie is out for the Warriors, replaced by Katoa on the bench in an un- otherwise unchanged lineup to the side that defeated the Cowboys in Golden Point. DWZ comes in onto the wing with Montoya set to face the judiciary on Tuesday for a contrary conduct charge. Mike, no guesses here.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm surprised Paul morowski is... Clinging onto that spot after the bath that Katoni Staggs gave him last week. Absolutely ran right on him. Um, good to see Sam Beryl's back. I thought Angus Crichton had his best game in the season last week, uh, which is really good to see. Uh, Tathiago's a good addition back and having a, a specialist dummy half, which we haven't had at all so far this season, will really help. Even the Roosters. It's also a ten-year, uh, twenty-year celebration of the two thousand and two premiership. So the Roosters are wearing a throwback jersey, which Emmanuel, involves a collar. I like to see it. Bring back Is that the right. Collar. And does it uh, ha-
0: does it have any of Brad Fitler's blood on
1: it? It <laughs> From might.
0: Richard Villasanti's head <laughs> clash.
1: It, it might. It <laughs> might have a little bit. <laughs>
0: <right>. Yeah,
1: it uh, <laughs> should be. It should be a good game. Should be a really good game.
0: Okay, Sunday afternoon at 4pm, Dragons host the Knights in Wollongong. Two teams desperate, desperate to um, find a bit of form for the Dragons. uh, Maguire and Fui Mayono have been named to return from their long suspensions. Maguire comes onto the bench. Fui Mayono is listed in the reserves. Josh Kerr earns a promotion. Starting side, Aaron Woods drops back to the bench um, after some horrendous form. George Burgess comes in for Jackson Ford, who is among the reserves. Um, And for Newcastle, David Clem has been named to make an early return for the injury hit side. Jacob Saifidi um, shifts to the bench in a boost um, with Jira Momoisha sidelined. After more than 18 months on the sidelines, Edric Lee will make his return on the wing following a foot injury and he replaces Dom Young.
1: Yeah, Bible. we're, we're going to have a conversation about the Dragons in a couple of weeks, Emmanuel, and it's going to be a really fun one for me. Uh, I've tipped all home teams this week so far, uh, and the next, the game after this, I'm also tipping a home team. I'm actually tipping the Knights, who are the away team in this one. I have not liked anything that I've seen out of the Dragons since round two against the Panthers. Something's gone on there. I don't know why they've dropped... Uh, young, are young playmakers in Sloan and Amone. It just doesn't make any sense to me why you know they've won. They've won one game out of their last thirteen, which is worse than the Tigers. And the Tigers have started six and zero. There's some questions about this Dragons team, Emmanuel, and I'm living it up. It's good. It's good. Didn't expect much out of them, and it's uh, coming. It's becoming fruitful. Nights nice for me. I
0: thought you were saving this for a couple of weeks.
1: I am. I am. That was that was me being. That was me being uh, subdued. kind, kind, subdued. And subdued. Yeah. I, I'll, I'm. Yeah. I'm. Organising my thoughts for when the big, the big, you know, fallout happens.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll pencil in the 26th of April, will we? <laughs> um, two weeks from today. Yes. Um, okay. It's Monday afternoon, Bank, uh, Combank Stadium, the traditional Monday, Easter Monday clash, the Eels host the Tigers. Um, always an entertaining game, this one. Um, sometimes blowout scores um, are plenty. So for the Eels, Wonga Blake is out for an extended period. Nia Kore comes in at centre. Penn switches to the wing. Junior Paulo has accepted a one-match ban for dangerous contact with Kafusi, replacing him up front. Sean Lane returns, Madison's to the bench. Bryce Cartwright reverts to 18th player, while Mitch Rain maintains his spot on the bench. For the Tigers, poor Madge has made a host of changes um, for a side that's still none and five. Dane Laurie is listed uh, to return after missing the Sharks clash. His return will see Top Arb uh, move back to the wing. Hastings returns from suspension. Uh, Luke Brooks goes to 5'8 and Jock Madden to the bench. James Roberts is back and replaces Gildard in the centres. Mamalo Little and Tyrone Peachy have also been dropped to the extended bench with Simkin coming in to hooker.
1: The leadership group, Emmanuel, from five down to two. And the big move of the week is Luke Brooks gets moved from seven to six. To fix mm. this absolute train wreck of a team that doesn't even look like they want to put their jerseys on each week, I it, it's been absolutely terrible for the Tigers. They do not care. They don't want to play for their coach. They don't want to play for each other. And despite the fact that anyone who wears the number two jersey for the Eels seems to cut, seem to get some sort of long term injury, I. Can't can't tip against the heels in this one. The Tigers have been awful, 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 awful. And apparently Madge has been told he's got a couple of weeks. So we'll see.
0: We'll see. Okay, so running through Michael's tips, uh, he's gone all home teams except Newcastle. So that's the Raiders over the Cowboys, Souths over the Bulldogs, Penrith over the Broncos, Manly over Gold Coast, the Storm against the, over the Sharks, the Roosters to beat the Warriors, Newcastle to win in Wollongong and Parramatta to defeat the Tigers. That's it. That's it. Michael, uh, I'm giving the quiz this week.
1: Okay, go for it.
0: I've decided that in honour of the 20th anniversary of the 2002 Grand Final, Mm-hmm. which is one I remember I remember quite vividly um, for plenty of reasons, including it's sort of the season. I really got back into rugby league with South's return. Um, Roosters, of course, broke the drought. So I've got a series of questions for you. Um, so yeah. the first one is um, Roosters won the premiership for the first time uh, in a while, ending a drought. How long was that premiership drought?
1: Oh so it would have been 75 was Gibson 75 Gibson's last one 75 for 2002 so 27 years is that right it was 26 years
0: yeah that's perfect brilliant okay my next question to you is tell me a bit about the pre-match entertainment
1: I oh, couldn't tell you anything
0: <laughs> well billy idol Meant to oh, avoid. the
1: lights the lights went out in the stadium. Of oh, course, <laughs> Billy Idol. Now you mentioned
0: it? Yep. <laughs> okay. What was the final score?
1: The final score. Jeez, you're wrapping my brain here, Emmanuel. Uh, I think it was 30. Come on, like I think it was 30. It though.
0: was. It was. Okay. Tell me who kicked the goals for the two teams.
1: Uh, well, Fitzgibbon, and it would have been... Stacey Jones. No. Jeez. Um, I'm gonna have to go Stacey Jones.
0: Uh incorrect. It's someone we've discussed on tonight's podcast. Oh, Ivan. Ivan Cleary.
1: Yeah. There you
0: go. Um And, okay, as a bonus question, there were six tries scored in the 2002 Grand Final by six different players. Mm -hmm. How many of those players eventually or previously, no, 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 eventually played with Souths?
1: (laughs) It's a very you question. And, look, I'm I'm thinking about this team... Had Brian Fletcher, had Craig Wing, had Shannon Hegarty, I believe.
0: Yes, yes. Have I got oh, all done. of you? He's got it. <laughs> He's got it. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, 10 <laughs> out of 10. That's, that, your that's chest, tw- you're testing me here. In- <laughs> Incredible performance. Um, you're, you're,
1: lucky, you're lucky that I looked at that like I was going through those games like during the offseason just looking at like old grand finals and stuff like that. Cause I was bored.
0: Uh, well, yeah. well done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if anyone was playing along at home, um, sorry that you've already got the answers. So
1: yeah. Um, I like it. Good questions. Thanks. Really good questions.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Uh, we will leave it there uh, as always. Please don't forget to um, review, subscribe.
0: Uh, for those of you that have picked up on it, we are recording remotely this week uh, because Michael uh, had a had a big weekend. He went up to Redcliffe to watch the Roosters play the Broncos, uh, play the Dragons.
1: Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm fine, uh, but just a precaution, you know, it's heading into Easter, everyone's seeing their family, so don't want to make any risk, so we're recording over Zoom, uh, but so if the audio quality is a bit down over the, from the last couple of weeks, we're sorry, but these, you know... This stuff can happen. But, yeah, uh, as always, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. uh, And we will see you next week for Anzac Day round, manual, one of my favourite rounds of the year. Ah, yes, the Dragons grand
0: final. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Uh, Thanks, guys. (laughs) How
1: good is rugby league?